Welcome to the Cyber Firefight Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Taren, the Deputy CISO at Fortinet and author of the book, Fight Fire with Fire, Proactive Cybersecurity Strategies for Today's Leaders. In this Cybersecurity Perspectives podcast, we will talk with a different cybersecurity expert from the book in each episode and discuss valuable perspectives and important takeaways from their individual chapter. Welcome, everyone, to today's series on the Cyber Firefight podcast series. Today, I'll be talking with Fatima Bulliani, Director and Co-Head of U.S. Software Equity Research at Citi. And today, we'll be discussing her chapter in the Fight Fire with Fire book, Cybersecurity in the Cloud. Welcome, Fatima. Thank you, Renee, for having me. Thrilled to be here. Yes, and thank you for your contributions to the book. I'm looking forward to hearing about all of your insights um, and key topics when it comes to doing that cybersecurity in the cloud, which I know is top of mind. But before we jump into that, can you start off by telling us a little bit about your background and how you came into the cyber field? Absolutely, Renee. Uh, So I'm an equity research analyst uh, by profession. I run the software equity research franchise uh, at a large U.S. multi bracket firm. And as part of my mandate, I focus on the enterprise software sector and specifically on the infrastructure software side of things, which is uh, where I've really cut my teeth the last couple of years uh, and really borrowing into the, the crazy and exciting world of cybersecurity. Uh, and uh, landing in this area, I would have to say, it was probably more serendipitous than anything, uh, but I've been a domain expert in the enterprise software and cybersecurity space for the better part of my uh, last uh, 13 years um, on Wall Street. Great. That definitely brings in a, a unique insight into, into the cyber field. So let's dive into your chapter a little bit. Um, you know, do you still see a drive towards cloud and, and why? Absolutely. And there's a couple of vectors to this. You know, I think uh, this notion of agility and being nimble uh, has become sort of the rallying cry for a lot of organizations, right? So starting at the 30,000 foot view, 30,000 foot view, excuse me, every organization on this planet is endeavoring and aspiring to be a software company. And for that aspiration to play out, we've had these cross currents of digital transformation, right? And I know digital transformation means uh, a lot of things to a lot of people, but the reality is digital transformation is sort of this umbrella term that we feel is ushering a lot of uh, companies, whether they're software companies by nature or not, into the realm of uh, software. And cloud adoption and migration to the cloud has been the single most uh, influential driver in uh, this this process, and the reason there is simple: to bring agility and to make organizations nimble, so that they can ultimately serve their end customers better to generate more revenue or become more efficient by uh, software enabling their businesses to become more cost efficient and lean. So, with that backdrop, there's no other choice, right? And uh, really, this the shift to cloud is um, helping these organizations and you know all organizations um, just get better at running IT in a way that IT is not their day job. And so, as we think about those factors in driving the cloud adoption and cloud migration decision making, the 
the forces there, you know, we think are unstoppable and this journey is going to continue. And I think one of the most famous sayings that I certainly continue to glom onto is, you know, um, from Mark Andreessen, software is eating the world. And we don't think that's going to change. And if you look at the composition of IT spend over the course of the last half decade, we've seen a substantial shift towards software. And a lot of that has been powered by cloud. So we don't see, you know, any of that momentum really slowing down. And, you know, particularly through the pandemic, we've um, identified a, a lot of the benefits of, of operating via cloud and multi-cloud um, IT models. So no, no slowdown there for all of those reasons. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's definitely one of the things we definitely learned from the pandemic is that you saw a lot of organizations really accelerating their their cloud cloud adoption because again, you know, for a lot of industries, it's highly competitive markets, and one of the things that would differentiate themselves is that user experience. And so, um, definitely, you see them focusing on on that software to enable um, that efficient and uh, response time to really drive that that user and, and customer experience. So, absolutely. So. You mentioned, you know, that the cloud-driven organizations can often find themselves with blind spots when it comes to their security. Um, can you talk to us a little bit more about what you mean by this? Yeah, I'd uh, maybe package it up into one uh, punchy statement. Um, new dog, new tricks. And in a lot of ways, um, you know, as organizations have endeavored to modernize their entire IT environments, you know, what has happened is you've had some of the challenges of managing a security posture sort of shape shift and move online, quote unquote, into the cloud. And then you've also had this other facet of completely new, novel blind spots that have emerged because cloud is just still uncharted territory for a lot of organizations in terms of their level of expertise and, and depth in managing cloud environments. So you get this sort of dual pronged uh, sort of challenge um, as you move into the cloud environment, because not only do you have to be mindful of not bringing your bad, quote unquote, bad habits from um, your on-prem security posture, uh, but also having to have your ducks in a row uh, on you know, some of these um, newer issues that pop, in, pop up in the cloud and, and blind spots in the cloud that you wouldn't have otherwise had in an on-premise environment. Yep, absolutely. And that's why we even see like some of the same concerns with you know, the cloud security. We see you know, one of the number one cause of breaches in the cloud is, is misconfigurations. Um, so it's really important that you know, people understand that you know, some of the same challenges that you had ensuring that you have the right configurations and the right setup on your on-prem that continues over in, into your cloud environment. That's exactly right. And, you know, another point I want to emphasize is, you know, as much as organizations are hurrying to the cloud for the very obvious reasons we stated earlier and discussed, um, there's also this notion of, you know, upon whom is the onus of protecting users and protecting data and that paradigm hasn't changed at all, right? The responsibility and the onus of ensuring a, a hygienic cybersecurity posture in the cloud is still on companies, right? And so there's a lot of reasons why, you know, unforced errors could be an issue, but cloud security providers who, you know, give you all the goodies to be able to run your business in the cloud, they've you know entirely indemnified themselves from anything bad happening in their environments, right? So it's kind of this shared responsibility model that I, I wanted to be sure to emphasize that you know as much as 
you know, there, there's all these uh, benefits and advantages of moving to the cloud. At the end of the day, organizations are still uh, where the buck stops if something happens to data or if user access is exploited um, inadvertently or maliciously. Absolutely. Um, now I've, I've met with CIOs, you know, on, on the bequest of, you know, some of our sales teams and stuff, because they wanted to have that conversation because I met with CIOs that said, you know, I'm like, how are you handling security in the cloud? And he's like, it's in the cloud. It's, it's no longer my problem. Um, and unfortunately that is such a false mindset to, to have because ultimately you're responsible for the, for your data, um, wherever it resides. That's and so, right. And, you know, uh, to, to sort of call out some of the cloud services providers, you know, I think there are opportunities for these CSPs to really uplevel their game, so to speak, in ensuring that the baseline capabilities uh, that they offer for purchase, um, you know, are up to snuff. But the reality is, you know, I think uh, because the responsibility of all these cloud service providers are really to ensure the integrity and security of the infrastructure that they provide, um, you know, I think there's always going to be that sort of uh, um, situation of, you know, potential finger pointing uh, that is probably worth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what are some of the other challenges, um, you know, that you see when it comes to security in the cloud? Yeah, I would say there's two main ones, and you sort of alluded to it earlier, just unforced errors from uh, misconfigurations, which are largely tied to sort of human engagement with some of these uh, newer architectures, right? I mean, the rate and pace at which Amazon is releasing infrastructure services is both dizzying, but also uh, you know, organizations can't keep up with understanding what the security ramifications would be of using, you know, more and more microservices or containers or, or serverless architecture, right? And so, you know, one of the elements there is misconfigurations, you know, not maliciously or with intention, just purely because there's so much innovation happening in cloud that it's just hard to keep up and you'll make mistakes and you will not always write error-free code, um, so that's one angle of it. Uh, and then the second angle of it is just um, really being able to have better approaches and tools to secure some of these uh, newer building blocks of applications and building blocks of, of you know, 21st century infrastructure. So it would really be those two uh, aspects that, you know, certainly are interrelated, um, but would be the biggest challenges posed to, to you know, having a 100% stress-free security posture in the cloud. All right, so that's also means making sure you have the right solutions in place to ensure you have that visibility of your security posture and policies um, throughout your, your, your environments as, as well. That's exactly right. So as we go into, you know, start our year in, uh, 2022, looking ahead. So what other pieces of advice would you give to cyber, cyber leaders today? I hate to sound folksy about this, but I think uh, all of us have had uh, very um, enervating couple of years in, in pandemic we've been. And, and look, the bad guys haven't stopped, right? They've been relentless. I think um, I've seen so much data in the press about uh, ransomware volumes just blowing through the roof, right? So the bad guys aren't taking a day off. IT environments have only gotten more complex 
and frankly, a lot more vulnerable. You've got the attack surface that has metastasized so much with everybody working from home. Um, so I think the first piece of sort of, I guess, folksy advice is just be kind. Um, you know, cybersecurity talent is already difficult and, and hard to find and then more so retain. Uh, and, you know, these folks are uh, really trying to help organizations, you know, batten down the hatches. And it's just gotten a lot harder in, in the last couple of years. So that would be my first piece of advice. Um, and my second piece of advice would be, and, you know, I think we're starting to see, you know, more organizations and more formal designations and certifications sort of um, uh, crystallize in the marketplace. Uh, but really, I'd, I'd love to see more, uh, you know, independent bodies governing best practices and frameworks around cloud security. Because again, the, the themes around cloud security is complex, cloud security is hard, multi-cloud security is, you know, an amplifier on, on both those uh, factors. And so we're really being able to um, tap into bodies and governing bodies that can share uh, and provide best practices. And, um, you know, the Cloud Security Alliance is a great one, uh, you know, body of resources uh, and, and the NIST certainly. So um, that, that's what, you know, what my recommendation would be for, you know, CISOs and, and cloud security leaders who are sort of architecting this brave new world. Absolutely. Well, Fatima, thank you so much for your time and sharing some of these expert in insights on, on the cloud. And thank you again for your participation and your leadership in co contributing um, to this great cause, the, the Fight Fire with Fire Proactive Cyber Strategies for today's Leaders book. Renee, thank you. It was a delight to work with such uh, uh, highly respected uh, female leaders in the space. So it was entirely my pleasure and I was thrilled to be a part of uh, the whole process. Well, it was great to have you. If you want more information on Fight Fire with Fire, go to our blog at ftnt.net slash cyber firefight.